what's up everybody what's going on thank you so much for tuning in to my first episode of the virtuous hearts podcast i am your host laney lavender from brooklyn new york one and only and as you can see the name of this episode is titled god is love will show it Basically calling out all the real Christians and everybody who claim to have a relationship with God. You got to walk in it, not just talk it. But I felt led to do this because it's well needed. And not just in the church, but outside of the church too. And I'm so tired of hearing... People say, you know, it's people that I know that don't go to church. But, you know, they love God all day. But they don't go to church because the people in the church are not even showing love to the the visitors and the first-time members. And how can you draw people to God when you're not even following one of the most important commandments? I, I, I got a hard time with that. And this is why I stress relationship over religion. Because religious people, (laughs) you leave it up to them, you won't go to church. And granted, I understand people are not perfect. Of course not. Everybody's a work in progress. But if you've been walking in this game for a little minute, you you should know (laughs) that you definitely need to show definitely need to show love to the people in the church and especially the first time visitors and all of that like that's just that's just a given and if you ain't got love in your heart I don't care how many times you go to church I don't care how many good works you're doing if you ain't got love in your heart and if you ain't impacting nobody what are you doing seriously what are you doing and I'm not judging, I'm not Christian bashing, I ain't church folk, but I ain't bashing nobody. I'm just calling this issue out because it needs to be called out. It needs to be spoken about. And a lot of pastors are not even addressing this in the church because they're afraid to lose their members. And they want to keep the money coming and all of that. And, you know, that that's... that's <laughs> I'm not saying all churches is, you know, for the money, but I'm saying the pastors that's really not addressing issues and exposing sins, you know, that that's them. But I thank God for my church, you know, my with my job. My job causes me to travel. So I'm from New York, but, you know, I, I've lived in Virginia. And right now I'm in South Carolina. Even though my accent still didn't leave me. But I love my church in Virginia. I love my church here in South Carolina because they touch on these issues. Even my church in Brooklyn. They touch on those issues. About people not showing love and, you know, the clicks and all of that. And God ain't about that. God ain't about that at all. But I'm going to share my own personal experience. <laughs> I'm going to get into it. But before I do, I'm going to pull out the biggest receipt of them all. (laughs) And that's the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, 
biblical instructions before leaving earth, the sword, the word of God, whatever you call it. But uh, it says in 1 John chapter 3, it says, this is the message you've heard from the beginning. We should love one another. And if you go down to verse 14, it says, if we love our Christian brothers and sisters, it proves that we have passed from death to life. But a person who has no love is still dead. Anyone who hates another brother or sister is really a murderer at heart. And verse 16, it says, we know what lo- we know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. And going down to verse 18, which is my favorite, in 19, it says, Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth. So we will be confident when we stand before God. And even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings and he knows everything. And in chapter four, it says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And going to verse 16, it says, We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is love and all who live in and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in the world. Such love has no fear because perfectly ah, because perfect love casts out all fear. If we are afraid, it is the fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because God loved us first. You know, I'm going to just read verse 20. <laughs> that's, you know, I ain't planning on going in as much, but I'm going to just go ahead and read it. If someone says, I love God, but hates a Christian brother or sister, that person is a liar. For if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we cannot see? And he has given us this command. Those who love God must also love their Christian brothers and sisters. And I'm pretty sure another version says uh, that we must love one another. But there you have it, kings and queens. Right there, black and white. Once again, I was reading from 1 John chapter 3, verse 11 through... Well, I practically read the whole thing, but 11 through 20, I'm going to say. And I was reading also chapter 4, verse 7 and verse 16 through 21. But I'm going to just say, just read both of the chapters. They're real good. You know, and this is why you got to know God for yourself. You can't focus on that vertical relationship with people. You got to focus on that 
I said it wrong. You can't focus on that horizontal relationship with people. You got to focus on that vertical relationship with God. Because that's the most important. You ain't even, you ain't there for the people. You're there to grow. And like my boy, Coach Josh says, you know, y'all need to look him up on YouTube. He's he's awesome. Coach Josh was saying that you got to, what he say? He said the church is like a fitness gym in a hospital. You go there to build muscle, you know, to hear the word of God, but you also go, you know, when you're sick and you need healing. And that's what church should be about. But a lot of, a lot of these commercial churches, you know, they focus on the wrong things. They focus on, you know, it's about the choir and it's about, you know, Giving all this money to the church. And I'm be keep it real. I can't go to no commercial commercial church like that. I can't because if I'm not getting fed in my spirit, and I, you know, I need some some meat and potatoes. You know, I ain't a baby in this. So I need something that's gonna really speak to my spirit. And it's people out here that are hurting. It's people out here going through real live issues. People that's contemplating suicide, people that's depressed, people that's been going through anxiety, which I'm going to talk on in a future episode. But this ain't the time for churches to be talking this mediocre stuff just to keep members. This ain't the time for that. This is this is the time for things to be exposed and for people to get healed with real life issues. You know, I was at work today and this lady told her story about losing her son to suicide. We've been doing suicide training. And, you know, I had a homeboy that committed suicide. And it's, my my one of my good friends, she just lost her homeboy to suicide. Like it's people out here hurting who are under the faith or who don't even maybe know God. So guess what? That ain't going to happen under my watch. It's not happening. And like I said, I'm going to do whatever I can. You know, I, you know, I've been, um, I've been doing enough, you know, as far as work and what I do, you know, because I really, I'm really trying to walk this walk, not just talking because it's a lifestyle. It's not just a Sunday thing, you know, and this walk ain't easy. And I ain't perfect, of course not. You know, I get my attitudes and Lord knows, you know, (laughs) I be in my flesh sometimes. But how can I call myself a Christian and say that I love God if I ain't helping nobody? If I'm not being an example? I have to be an example because people are watching. People are watching me. There's people that may look up to me that I don't even know about. You know, some people have, you know, came up to me, you know, told me to admire me, but I got to keep doing this. And it's not even to impress people, nothing like that, but I'm doing this just because I know I'm one of the chosen ones, period. And if you out there and you know that you're one of the chosen ones, they say many are called, but few are chosen. And you know you're one of the chosen ones, you got to walk in this thing and you have to be an example. You got to pick up your cross every day and live in truth. 
You can't be phony because <laughs> God ain't phony. And, and you can't put God in a box. It's not about culture. It's not about, you know, race. Yeah, I love my people. I love black people. And yeah, I'm pro-black, but guess what? I'm pro-God first. Definitely, I'm pro-God first. And, you know, I can't even get into the whole pro-black thing like that because I got into that and almost almost strayed away from God because I was questioning my faith. You know, and that's a... <laughs> That's another episode. But anyway, let me go share my story with y'all. I'm going to take a little break and then I'm going to get into it. Stay tuned. Okay, I'm back, guys. Welcome back. So get into my story. It was one time I went to a church out here in South Carolina. I was looking... Yeah, I was looking for a church and I was dating someone at the time and he invited me to his church. And it was a Baptist church and it, the service was cool. You know, it was long. You know how Baptists get down. But <laughs> I, I've been to all types of churches. So I was like, okay, I already knew kind of what to expect. But the service was was cool to, you know, Word was good. And it was a part in the service where the pastor was like, okay, you know, touch your neighbor or, you know, I say touch your neighbor or, you know, grab somebody's hand, the person next to you. And I remember attempting to, you know, grab this lady's hand that was in front of me. And that woman turned around and looked at me so nasty she looked at me like I had five heads or that I was a a, a evil spirit or something and I was like oh no like it was to the point where I, I apologized actually I put my hands up you know like I was <laughs> surrendering I put one of my hands up. I was like oh my bad you know I just touched you because of you know what what the pastor said and I swear the enemy was really trying to get me to walk out. My flesh kicked in. I was like, you know what? This is exactly why. Oh, I was started getting heated. But I really had to calm myself down. Then when the pastor was talking about how people in the church act, it was like the timing of it was just perfect. I was like, right, right. And I was <laughs> standing up and clapping and it was funny. I had to laugh at myself because I was like still in my flesh. I know you're probably wondering, did I go back to that church? Uh, No, I didn't. Absolutely not. But, you know, that lady, she she looked a little seasoned. You know, she was one of the, you know, faithful members. And I probably wouldn't have gotten offended as much if she was younger than me. Because I would have figured, okay, this girl got a little ways to go. But this woman was clearly older than me. I mean, she threw her head back and looked at me up and down, honey. I guess she wasn't having the best day. And you got to let people's issues be their issues. You can't let them knock you off your spot. 
and mess up your spirit. But that clearly could have been the end of my Christian walk. Definitely. And like, you know what? I ain't, I ain't going to see God. Oh, I ain't coming to no more churches. And this and this is why. All because of that one woman that, that was so nasty towards me. But like I said, I enjoyed the service itself. And I'm deep in my faith to know that it's not about the people. It's about my relationship. And thank God I have a stronger relationship in God. Because if I didn't, man, I probably would have been into my walk. But luckily, I said, luckily, after prayer and diligently seeking, I finally found a church out here that I absolutely love. And the first time I went, I knew the love was there. I could just, I could feel it, but it was just the members just, you know, embracing me and the pastor was, you know, on point. And I'm guarded when I go to new churches. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm a little guarded. I sit in the back just in case I want to leave. Like <laughs> I'm guarded. And but that's how everybody is. I'm pretty sure when they go to church for the first time or to a new church, period. Like you guarded. You don't know what to expect because of the stereotypes that you hear or that you may have experienced. But I knew when I went to that church, I knew that was the church for me. And like I said, it was a very loving church. And, you know, when the pastor spoke to me, you know, the girl next to me handed me a napkin. You know, I started tearing up. And it was just a wonderful experience. So I just wanted to share a positive experience but also you know negative experience y'all can kind of see my point but you know love one another man and I think if pastors address this more in the church then guess what they would have more authentic churches you know and I think if people just took a look at themselves also. Because granted, when you come to church, you know, I'm not saying everybody's supposed to be, you know, all down your back and, you know, but you say, you're supposed to experience some type of love, you know, at least from the members, people who are working for the church. Come on. Come on. Like, gotta get and gotta get better, people. Gotta get better. And if you attend a church that's not showing love, you probably not at the right church. Or if it's gossiping and all that going on, granted, people gonna be people, yeah. But if you at the right church with the Holy Spirit present and your pastor is authentic. Preaching, uh, preaching the word of God and, and the truth. Oh no, ain't going all that mess that that 
that gossip and all that ain't going to last too long. Because guess what? Your past ain't going to be having that. And it's going to get addressed. Because God ain't about that, like I said. So, like I said, through prayer and diligently seeking him, I eventually found a loving church, thank God. And it was totally opposite. Total opposite. And I'm so grateful that I found it. But more importantly, I'm grateful for my personal relationship with God. And I'm just wanting to encourage you guys to increase your relationship with God. Because God is the ultimate love. His love is unconditional. And God will never treat you like people. Thank God for that. And if you have that, man, you good. You ain't going to be worried about other people's love. You ain't going to be looking for validation from people and all of that. You ain't going to be looking for all of that. So I hope this encouraged somebody, you know, and I'm not sure if I said this in my intro, but if I reach one person doing this podcast, then I know I've done my job. And, you know, be inspired. God bless y'all. Love you guys. Definitely subscribe. You know, feel free to send me a message if you're listening to this on Anchor. I would love to hear you guys you know, questions, if you want me to speak about something, hit me up on Instagram at Laney underscore Lavender. DM me. If you're talking crazy, I will block you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> but uh, I'm here to pray for anybody if you need help or anything like that. But, uh, you know, with that said, God bless live in the light, and stay vigilant. Until next time. Later.